still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, a.k.a. Black Bruce Dwayne, Michael Carter Jr., Michael Carter Williams Jr. Crap, I messed it up. Here with... Ali, a.k.a. Finals Allen. Raj, a.k.a. Unwritten Rules. Andrew, a.k.a. Kuya Spolstra. For, for the people that aren't uh, Filipino over here, which is everybody except for me, that means older brother. Gotta give respect to my fellow half-countrymen over there. You're yes. a Heat fan. <laughs> Kendrick's low-key a Heat fan. Like, he, has, he, that, he has a Kobe jersey on for this, but he low-key has, like, a Miami tattoo on the heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we get derailed, uh, this podcast clearly has to do with the big thing in Lakers news today. Lakers are bringing back their blue Minneapolis uh, transition to LA jerseys. That's what we're going to be talking about. That's what I got on. I got the cursive Los Angeles in the blue. Was that Kobe? Who is that? That's Kobe's, yeah. Kobe's? That jersey's yeah. top two, and it's not two. I, I, I firmly believe that's like... that. Wait, wait, wait. That jersey or the MPLS jersey? No, that one. Please. That, that one. one? All right, I agree. But it, it's close for me. It's not like, it's not like an easy pick. The MPLS has the yellow, the yellow stripes, right on the yeah. side of it. That, okay. They also have uh, the white collared ones with the white stars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but these ones I got. This one I got off eBay for cheap because it's not a real one. So when Nike comes out with the actual real ones, I plan on getting that uh, <laughs> LeBron six or an eighty twenty three. So uh, we'll see. I'll go to eBay after this podcast. That's not out yet, bro. Come on, you got to wait on sneakers actually. Yeah. I don't like I don't like waiting on that because I never get anything off there. That, that's two jokes right there. Anyway, uh, Lakers are in the finals, boys. Yes, sir. <gasps> Did anybody cry? Anybody cry over the past few days? I definitely cried. I'll be really specific. I was listening to the Laker film room pod, and you know the outro with all the calls and how like five or six of them are Kobe. It was like mm-hmm. the day after the game. I teared up a little bit, bro. I shed, I shed a couple tears. I was like, we're here. We're here. And I, it was too much. I was overcome with emotion. I, I, I held myself back. I genuinely, I, I did want to, I got pretty emotional and I wanted to cry, but I was like, I'm not going to allow myself because I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until they win it all and then just let it unload. But like, I, I just, I was pretty damn emotional. Yeah, same. I, I had like four like glasses of soju i think and you know when you're my god kind of, yeah when you're kind of <laughs> when you're kind of like buzzed and you're watching the lakers advance it, it does get a little emotional a little teary-eyed but i don't think i did full-on tears um like you did so that's that might have been better <laughs> yeah he said i'm doing not like you <laughs> i had a i had a couple of bush lights we I, I, I've just found it hard to like celebrate just because like I, I keep thinking, I mean, it's like a, been a recurring theme. It's just like job's not finished there, boys. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, like when Dwight said that, that was like a hundred percent intentional. Like he knew what he was doing, right? For sure. Like oh, he 100%. for sure knew what he was bringing up, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, uh, shout out to the Nuggets. They fought hard. Uh, just happy to see that the Lakers were just a, a, a select few. A uh, group of people that were able to finish off Jamal Murray. Um, if you know, you know. Uh, <laughs> Good lord! I can see why we are having a hard time finding sponsors now. Um, yeah. Anyway, oh, uh, I, I said this last part. My Nuggets. My I, I have two friends that are Nuggets fans. That's it. The 
the Nuggets fan text I got, like, I know this is stupid, but it really like made me almost like not want to love the Nuggets anymore because it was they were the scrappy team. They they they, right. they you know they got better throughout the bubble. And then my Nuggets fan friend is texting me exclusively about fouls. And I'm like, bro, your your dude's out there on one leg. We got Bron and AD. Like, can we just, you know, can we call the spade a spade? We're the better team. Like, can we move on? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah. If there is always an excuse. They, they played hard. You know, they, they have a good team. When you listen to, like, the Locked On Nuggets and stuff like that um, and all their Nuggets podcasts, um, they blame, like, the fouls for the first few games. And then you saw, like, Paul Millsap kind of try to take it extra in the last game calling it like a flagrant trying to cause flagrance but i think overall they understood like you know the other team has lebron and anthony davis like you know it was a it was a cute little five game series though no they're gonna they're just gonna get better and better though in like two right. years then the murray and Jokic getting two more years of experience yo have i gone on my locked on my uh, david lock rant on this podcast oh god where are we going here not a bad one don't worry i'm not going that deep Cause, cause you know, he got some, anyway, um, I was, you just mentioned locked on podcast, Raj. I, one day yeah. I was driving and, and, and the jazz, it was a playoff. So the jazz were playing and I couldn't, I didn't want to listen to like the TNT feed. I wanted to listen to the radio feed. Cause it's a better, it's a better call for when you don't have the visual aid. So right. David, David Locke, founder of the locked on podcast network is the jazz radio guy. Right. right? Two mm-hmm. things. One. I don't think I've ever heard a better radio call in any sport for anything ever. Like it was, I knew exactly where everyone was on the court at all times and the corresponding stats for all those places. It was incredible. And two, you know how they have a play-by-play guy and a color guy, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. David Locke does play-by-play. Some unknown jazz player is there to like fill in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. He filled nothing in. It was like it was like David Locke was just railroading him. He was like, "Oh my god!" David Locke, take a breath. <gasps> Great shot there by Murray, and we're back on the defensive. It was wild. I don't know how he talks that much and that fast. Anyway, shout out to David Locke specifically only for that. Um, next Nuggets. Anything else? Anything else to say about the Nuggets, Kendrew? Uh, I I, uh, I I was talking. I, I talked to Raj like frequently on game days. I'm like, hey, what do you what do you think was going to happen? Uh, what do you kind of see from last game that translates into this game? Uh, but I was just I was telling him before. I remember before game five, I was like, man, like Bron doesn't look like Bron. And game five, LeBron, no emotion, stone faced, just hitting that that run that he went on by himself Ridiculous. on the fourth. I was just like, in like. You know, like with most guys, like they get pretty fired up after hitting their shots, right? Braun was just like, lay up. Okay, hustle back on the defense. Get the ball, dunk it. No emotion. Run it back. That dude was showed no emotion whatsoever. And you can see it. Everybody's all celebrating. And then he's just over here like, all right, game one. Let's go. <laughs> I was going to say he has to look like this is what I do, right? Like this is, this is what I do. Like this, there's no surprise here. Like this is, this is what I'm here for. Like, I know you guys thought you had like a chance, but once he turned that on and he started like hitting those mid range fadeaway jumpers and stuff like that, it was over pretty much. He, uh, he was stoned, like his face, like he had no emotion throughout it. And then like right at the end, right after he hit that three where like he kind of faked it and then he saw he's wide open and he shot it from like two steps back beyond the three point line. That's when he let out all the emotion. It was so sick to watch. I think that was the first time I like verbally like yelled out. Like like at um like I know we've talked about it before, uh like in terms of like how good Braun's been, but uh I think two thousand eighteen was 
like one of his best offensive productions in terms of uh, playoff runs and stuff like that when he was just toying with the Raptors. Like he was just practicing his fadeaway uh, in the post. <laughs> right. He hit yeah. the running off the glass over OG Ananobi. Like it felt like that, except uh, like after those games, they could see Bron's like, oh yeah, you know, we're going to be playing Golden State. Like let's do it, guys. And here he was just like, I miss Bronny. <laughs> Sorry this up, man. I hope Savannah's letting the Cabernet aerate right now. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. Dad, go on. Um, there was that the the the, the shot you're talking about, Ellie. Like that, I remember. I forgot who it was. Jr. came and jumped uh, in celebration, and like somebody else came off the bench, and everyone Mark was Keith. hype. It was it was Keith, yeah. And LeBron legit like he was just like. He nodded three times yeah. and was like, said something like, I do this or something. And yeah. like, that was it. And I was like, oh, this man yeah. is serious. It's cool because yeah. we've, we've all been saying like we've been waiting for the LeBron game. And it's right. like, it's cool because that kind of was the LeBron game. But for real, it was really like the LeBron quarter. quarter. <laughs> yeah. It really went off. Yeah. So imagine getting that like over an extended period of time for a game, which I don't even know. You know, maybe maybe the Lakers don't need that to happen uh against the heat i i think they probably will just given how the heat have been playing but that was just a quarter man that was just a quarter i'm so excited for the finals he had 16 in that quarter by the way which is which i think is more than is that more than the detroit quarter he had in like 2000 no for 27 straight in 2027 straight uh 2007 or 2008 Uh, i forgot which one but yeah i i that moment I, i remember watching that and thinking uh, I, so back then, I didn't like LeBron as much because I saw him as a threat to Kobe. Mm-hmm. When I, I know this is a frowned on opinion at this time, I think he could kind of be seen as like. So it went from the decade of Magic to the decade of MJ, right? Mm-hmm. And then in between was kind of like that stopgap of mm-hmm. uh, Isaiah Thomas, even though that only lasted like a few years. Like, from going to MJ to LeBron, I feel like Kobe just had a, a much longer time of being the best player uh, in the league. I mean, people can argue, like, whatever, if you want Timmy over there. But, like, Timmy didn't have to play with Smush Parker. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, I, I, I really took uh, LeBron for granted over those years. I mean, I, I kind of I, I, uh, became a fan of him in 2011 because he was basically like, you know, my haters can say whatever they want but they're still broke. I get to play basketball for millions of dollars. And I was just like, yeah, I, I'm a fan now. I don't care. I, I don't like care. the way that guy approaches his problems. <laughs> That's my guy now. <laughs> That's the one thing I wish I would have done was not, like, I regret is when I was younger and I'd watch LeBron. It'd just be like, like I would want him to miss every shot. And everything. Cause I'm like, like you said, in a way it was a threat to Kobe. And so I never cheered for nothing. And it's like, I think that took away from my experience and I'm sure this is with a lot of people that you didn't like appreciate his greatness. And then that moment, like what he was doing, like right now with Kawhi, you know, we don't, we don't like Kawhi cause he's a clipper and, you know, chose them over us. But like when you're watching the game, you still appreciate his game, you know, like right. you're like, damn, that was a good shot. Like stuff like that. You like, you like at times you appreciate it at the same time. But I also feel like I, you appreciate them until they become too good. Because like the like growing up in the uh, Bay Area and stuff, or for a couple of years, uh, like the Warriors were like my second team, and then they got too good. I'm like, nah, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not saying for this. Uh-huh. 
just to get back to the LeBron Kobe conflict right now, one of the things that's like weighing on me is that I have again multiple friends who are like who I guess were Laker fans and they legitimately disowned the team yeah. when LeBron joined. And like I'm just sad, man. Like the Lakers are going to the finals with a star a young star in AD with LeBron showing him the way. And like y'all are just, you're just gonna miss out on this because your hatred for LeBron just kept going a little too long. Do you still talk to those people? Yes. Are they back? No. Oh, I know those people, and they came back. Okay. Well, I mean, I respect the fact that they didn't, to yeah, be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. It's like, if you go, don't like don't come back. Like, just... <laughs> yeah, like, I uh, I was talking to one of my friends uh, about this, and she said that her boyfriend, who is the biggest, quote-unquote, Kobe fan, like, he has, I think every he's gotten a kobe jersey every year and i'm like that's kind of redundant they're just all yellow now um <laughs> he has like the kobe stand socks he has like a kobe tattoo and all this right. other stuff he's like yeah we, we kind of just stopped watching the lakers after uh, lebron joined them we're just like <laughs> why like and what is why did you let him get like eight years worth of uh kobe 24 jerseys when they're just the same things from adidas like they didn't change anything <laughs> Those are real people. Like, there's, those people exist outside of Twitter. Like, they really they're, do. They're, they're, they're just the Twitter dudes, bots. Uh, defacing Twitter the, bots. They're the dudes defacing the murals, welcoming Defense. LeBron. Yeah. Defense. It's probably that dude multiple <laughs> times. Yeah. Well, maybe I just don't go out enough, but I guess I, I'm glad I've never met uh, anybody that actually does that or says they like basketball and do that. That just doesn't make sense. It's funny because if you're a Kobe fan, like, if you hear what Kobe has to say, you wouldn't go – be doing that bang like right. for example the kobe fans that disrespect the wnba it's like do you are you a kobe fan because if you are you know you shouldn't be doing that right facts uh all right well to move on lebron james is a laker uh and Wait, he's, really? the, he's the best player on the lakers and he is leading them to the nba finals but before we discuss the upcoming matchup with the heat uh we have to laugh at two different laker enemies <laughs> Uh, let's go. Let's start with let's start with uh actually no 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 let's start with the recent news then we'll get to the actual basketball to transition more into the other basketball, the Los Angeles Clippers. To quote Woj, excuse me, let me rephrase that. To quote Woj, Doc Rivers is out with the Los Angeles Clippers, meaning that they still have the power to massage their message even as they fire their coach. I hate it. It just be straight up with it. It, it kind of just seems like they forced him out. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on it because I feel like this was in a long time's coming and I'm trying to keep my karma all right because uh, we saw what happened to the Clipper fans kind of uh, counting counting their eggs or whatever that saying was. But Chickens, yeah, eggs, I, uh, hatching, coop. Yeah, continue. <laughs> Numbers. It, the fact that Kawhi was uh, like Doc and that was one of the reasons he went there, it's kind of just like, what does that mean? Um, that's my first question. Second question, how quickly can you guys get to Seattle so I can get a Seattle Zubas jersey? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember scrolling Instagram and seeing like Grant who does all the jerseys and stuff like that. And it's just like Kawhi in a full on, like, uh, I think, was it a, a Sonics jersey or like something like that? Yeah. Like, wow, this it's is... one of his uh, jersey designs. Yeah. I was like, I was not expecting to see that. Just scrolling, seeing Kawhi in a full on Sonics jersey. Like, so maybe, but I don't know. They're building a brand new big ass arena, so I I doubt they're going anywhere. There's I think no a lot way. of changes. There's no way. Yeah. Look, right. seal. I, 
I just want to be clear. This isn't an LA Clippers segment of the Forum podcast. This is <laughs> this is laughing at the Clippers for trusting a fraudulent Celtic. That's what this is. Doc LA Rivers. Clippers. Doc Rivers LA is a Celtic. All right. He's a Celtic who used his leprechaun magic to fool Steve Ballmer into one trading for Paul George and then doubling down by allowing him to coach Kawhi and Paul George. And we saw where that ended up. Fraudulent Clipper. Ali, as you were saying. L.A. Clippers stands for laughing at Clippers. That's what I. That's why I call them L.A. Clippers. But I'm... Boo. <laughs> uh, I, I said this on the, uh, um, on the podcast where uh, Christian and Jacob uh, have it with a silver screen and roll, but Doc Rivers is an Andrew Bynum uh, knee and Trevor Reza foot injury away from uh, not having any rings at all. If, if Kevin McHale and and uh, and Danny Ainge didn't play for the Celtics, he would have nothing. All right? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that trade was 20 years in the making. He would have nothing. All his success is circumstantial, so I don't want to hear it. This, this stat is pretty insane. He won three playoff series. Not, not like, you know, rounds. or Three playoff series in, what, he started coaching there in 2011? Yeah. We're in 2020. That is insane. Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, the other guy doesn't count. But, yeah, like, it, it, it's, it's crazy. Three playoff – Vogel has three playoff wins just in this freaking year. Yeah, Lakers already, insane. Lakers already tied it. Yeah, that's, that's insane. It's two 3-1 leads blown yep. against the Rockets first and then um, against the Nuggets. But the fact – the funny thing is after that was, like um, – I remember, I think it was that same year because, uh, Vogel traded his son away for, like, a wing player, if I remember correctly. No, yeah, I think he traded his son away for a wing player, and then, um, they blew the lead, and then, yeah, it's just. Ooh, you said Vogel. You confused me for a Vogel. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> Rivers. Sorry, I, I was thinking of good coaches. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, fair. Hardworking coaches. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it, it's, Rivers just, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like, if he just couldn't make those adjustments and the Clippers suffered for it. And I, that's just, that's what happens, man. Like uh, really quick, just Kendra, he traded um, his son for uh, Marcin Gortat. So uh, <laughs> wow, the Polish hammer. Yes. I think he was pretty bad though. My, my favorite thing though, was that like, I want to say from like 2013 or 2014 to 2020, Clipper fans were always saying, this is our town. And the farthest they got was the second round of the playoffs. Saying, this is our the town. Clippers? <laughs> Airing out his business. Wow. <laughs> Didn't expect that one to come up, huh? <laughs> Ooh, that, that must be a Chianti. Very peppery. <laughs> At least speechless, bruh. Anyway. All right. Enough, <laughs> enough about former Celtics. Let's talk about current Celtics. Who are you mean the ones not in the finals? Yeah, I was gonna say they sit in their ass at home. <laughs> Deuce is over here, like you guys made me fly down to Miami or Orlando for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't even I don't even have a lot to say. Just uh, <laughs> ha ha. That's it. Do you think uh, Brad Stevens is more valuable than LeBron James, though? If you could start a franchise, would you take Giannis or Brad Stevens? Brad Stevens, 10 out of 10 times. 
How's that tweet still up? I don't understand. Like, how is that still sitting? I respect. There? No, I respect that. You leave leave the tweets up. Uh, you said it. You own up to it. Fair, fair. Oh man, I, but I mean, are we are we done uh, laughing at the uh, the team that apparently is the greatest franchise in the NBA despite winning one title in the past 30, 40 years? Sorry, I had I had to bring up the Clippers. At that point, because I was still hating on the Clippers while we we're talking about the Celtics. Dude, dude, Marcus Smart is like the perfect Celtic, bro. He's like, he, he makes no sense. Everything he does good makes no sense at all. Every <laughs> shot he makes, I don't believe he should have even taken. Like, it just doesn't make sense. He's a great defender. I just think he's like the perfect Celtic because they'll like put him on this pedestal. They'd be like, oh, you don't even have a Marcus Smart. Like, yeah, thank you. I want no part of the freaking Marcus Smart experience. Do you, do you think they would have done better without him? He just like every shot he takes, like I just don't understand. Like he, I know. He, it, it just makes no confidence. sense. It's like a drive in pull fade away mid range jumper. And I'm like, dude, what the hell was that? Like there's like <laughs> two minutes left and you're down three. Like what the he, he I'm not rooting for the Celtics, but I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> he reminds me his <laughs> offensive game reminds me of J.R. Smith minus making the shots. Oh my god. So. <laughs> I, I I will not stand for this disrespect for I, w- I will say it though. I feel like Frank Smart is a player that you'd hate if he wasn't on your team. Like oh, if yeah. he was on the Lakers, man, I I think I would love him. Oh yeah, because I actually think fans just, would like tear him down for the shot selections. Well, I mean, I feel like he makes them at a higher clip than Danny Green does. So oh. easy. Oh, we're not doing that. No, hey, no, no. Hey, 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 what do you? What the hell? Hey, take it easy. Anyway, back to Marcus Smart. When I found out that he was the longest tenured Celtic during this playoff run, that, that, that blew my mind. That is true. Marcus Smart yeah. drafted a pick before Julius Randle is the longest yes, tenured six. Celtic. Right. Wait, wait, that's pretty crazy. Just yeah. indicative of how they run their team. He was drafted <laughs> the same year as Julius Randle, you said, right? Yes. Yeah, 2014. I mean, to be fair, the Lakers' longest tenure player is Kuzma. Yeah, but where we at, though? Where we at, though? We in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of which, bold predictions. Where do you guys see it going? Oh well. Okay. Let's not go far to say the series. Game one. Who are you taking? Last time we tried to do this, you wanted no part of it. Now you're asking that question. I'm asking you guys. I'm not going to give my input on oh, it. Oh no 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 no! Oh, if I'm going to answer, oh. you're going to give your prediction. In fact, you're going to give your prediction first. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to plead the fifth. Rick's in law school. I can do that. I haven't studied constitutional law yet, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, so I don't even see how that correlates. What does that have to do? Like, why does that get you out of that? <laughs> hey, hey, you, you, you better respect my judicial power, okay, Raj? Don't be throwing. I am like a Judgment Day shirt. That, that's a gavel right there, bro. <laughs> I'm about to hold you in contempt of court, bro. Calm down, Ellie. Give me, give me that yeah. prediction, bro. Stand strong <laughs> on it. You want me to give game one or full, full, full prediction? To quote he who shall not be named, I want the whole load. Let's go. I'm going 4-1. They've been going 4-1 the whole entire time, and so they're going to go 4-1 again. Why are you all shaking your head? You all can't shake your heads at me. I'm shaking my head head at the man above you in the Zoom chat. (laughs) But above me is no one. You're not on gallery view. God. Andrew wants us to like stay on SoundCloud. Like he wants us on no, uh, (laughs) on no, uh, no platforms. People find this funny. <laughs> yeah, they're going, they going 4-1, Kendrew. What do you think about that prediction? I respect it. Uh, I think 
I would want to hear what Raj has to say before I. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna like, say the same thing. Say what does Rick have to say? And be like, all right, well, been a good I'll, pause, I'll, give it, I'll give it before Rick. I'll give it before Rick. I, I have my mind, my mind made. Uh, uh, Ollie, which game are they taking? Do you know? Do you have like a prediction? Miami. Which game? Yeah. Uh I think I think Miami takes game three. I think Lakers go up to a. Takes it. I think it's gonna be very like just like what happened. Kendrick, don't shake your head. Don't shake your head at me. I I predicted a sweep last round. Um, and I'm predicted a sweep again. I think. Oh, Let's go. Just watching, just watching like the Heat, uh, Heat Laker games before. Like the matchups are just. I think they advantage the Lakers a little bit more, even than the last series. Um, I think Jokic and Murray are a bigger equation to solve than the Butler Bam kind of offense. Um, I think Tyler Hero and Robertson kind of play right into what our guards defend well. They're really good at chasing guys off screens. We're really good at hedging hard on on shooters. And uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be tough. It might go five, like uh, it might go. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Lakers sweep the finals. Real quick, Kendrick just chugged the whole wine during your whole. <laughs> right there I, you, I, there's still some so left. stressed out there's, there's some left an eyedropper amount mm-hmm. uh I, I say go seven. Oh, this freaking guy bro why did we bring I, him on here <laughs> get this spurs fan out of here man what that's soccer he's a bucks fan no i i, I gotta be honest with you though but um, yeah you got a jersey for everyone except the lakers except one I have, I have two Braun jerseys and two Shaq jerseys. Relax. Uh, I, I just feel like with... Um, I, I think Pete mentioned this before, but Miami has a lot of ways that uh, they could attack the Lakers. Um, mm-hmm. Just in terms of like whether it's going to be through Bam, through Jimmy, through Drogic. I have answers through, for every single one of those. Yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> we'll see what happens. But I... Uh, Spolster's a good coach, too. Oh, for sure. And... Yeah, I, I just feel like what, maybe it's just the nerves. Also, I don't want to get too confident because I've seen what happens when it comes to being too confident because we've seen what happened to uh, Clipper fans um, and Rocket fans. That ain't us. And Sorry. Blazer fans. Shout out to Pickup Hoops for uh, for all those videos. Those are fantastic. But. It's, it's okay to be confident. Like, it's totally fine. You just have to, like, know who you're confident for, and we know who we're confident for. Kendrick's about to have a heart attack. Lakers in seven. Lakers in seven. Jeez. The one thing. If Lakers Raj, go seven. I'm gonna have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, Raj, the one thing that's different for me about how the Lakers played the Heat before is I'm pretty sure, like, I, I don't know exactly the timeline, but I'm pretty sure this team is completely different, right? They like we played them before the trades mm-hmm. or the buyouts. So like the, sure. the presence of Iguodala and Crowder concerns me enough. That I'm gonna say Lakers in five <laughs> concerns me just enough that Good they tank. get game two, and uh, that's what I'm that's what I'm sticking with. I haven't I haven't been wrong before this in this playoffs, and I'm not gonna be wrong again. Did you say uh, Denver in six last series? No, I said five. I said Lakers in Denver okay. in six. Wait, excuse <laughs> me. Or, uh, sorry, Lakers in six. No, I said Lakers in five. Have you seen my okay. tweet? I'm Lakers in five. Okay. Okay. Ali's like an accountant. He has his own receipts. So it's, Ali it's okay. Stradamus right there, yeah. What? Ali Stradamus. <laughs> that was some mid. Anyway. I know. Uh, <laughs> that, was a, that was a me joke. I know. All right. So so speaking of how the Heat can attack the Lakers, let's let's talk a little bit of basketball, shall we? If that if that's okay. 
So real, real quick, real quick, both teams got better from the season into the playoffs, right? That's why they're here. Like For in sure. terms of offensive rating, defensive rating. Now the, the cool thing is the Lakers were a mediocre offensive team and in the playoffs, they're what? Are they, are they top five, top seven? Top five, top five, top five. Top five in offensive rate? I thought it was seven. That's my bad. I got bad I, research. I, I, I just said the Drake line. I have no idea. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is why we can't. We got to stop bringing up Drake in the same podcast. I mean, What's I'll, take, that? I'll I, take an OVS I don't respected it. Yeah. I respected it. Anyway, the point is I, my concern isn't the shooters, the offense. The Lakers defense I trust. My concern is the wall building, the zone forcing the Lakers to shoot. I'm a, I'm a throw, oh, I'm going to throw it to Kendrew, actually. What, what are you concerned uh, about? What do you see? When I was watching uh, the Miami series, I, correct me if I'm wrong, it looked like they were running a pretty similar zone to what Denver was running. Um, yes. Raj is nodding his head. He's like the aficionado over here. Um, <laughs> it's the tape guy. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's been hammered home before, but if the Lakers shoot at least 30% from 30, like, they win. you know, they're yeah. they're it's just very difficult to kind of stop them kind of thing. Um, right. But it's, uh, yeah, like defensively, it's fine. It's just like, I know that we talk about the whole supporting cast, some of the parts kind of thing. It, it, it will just be very concerning if like, I don't know, if like JaVale on Bam just makes me sad to think about. Um, Dana Green having open shots that he's just going to go one for eight from, also going to upset me kind of thing. But uh yeah, it's it's mainly there. The Heat have like proven great shooters. Um, like they're, I think they're better as uh, like individually in terms of like their bench and stuff like that. I know that's a, been a point of this course, um, but I do feel like the Lakers are a little bit more cohesive, and of course they have the two better players in that series. I have a bold prediction of the finals, uh, and I, this shouldn't be bold prediction because it should have been a thing, but. Uh, I think I think Danny Green shoots over thirty eight percent from three this series. <laughs> Kendrick, you okay? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. I, I firm. I truly believe it. I'm a. I'm a speak into existence. Uh, secondly, what Kendrick? Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick looks so lost. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, like UNC anymore because of Danny Green. Like. <laughs> Well, you're going to like him after the series because he's going to average at least nine points per game and shooting over 38% from three. Uh, uh, but uh, but uh, what I was going to say was I also am a little worried about that JaVale-Bam uh, matchup like you pointed out. I think at least I hope Dwight starts game one. And if he doesn't, I hope it transitions to that because really I don't want to see JaVale trying to guard Bam. I want to see Dwight. And I want Dwight to be v- physical with Bam. Not as physical as he was with Jokic out in the perimeter, but, like, once Bam takes a few steps in, be as physical as he was with Jokic and just, like, bring that intensity. I think I'd really love to see that. And also, at least I still – I don't want to see Rondo having – like, when he comes to the bench, having to guard someone like Tyler Hero. Like, I don't I don't want to see him chase him. I want that – that needs to be, like, a Crusoe assignment. Uh, yeah, um, Kendra, you were talking about the, they run, like, a similar zone to Denver, right? Um, and the way they did it against Boston was like they would force Daniel Tice, right, to to be aggressive in the middle, try to score, try to shoot. Um, and you can't do that with AD at the five. And that's where I think this this series is going to be won. Um, I think Dwight Howard will play. I think JaVale will. We've seen this movie so many times. JaVale is probably going to start game one. He's going to, you know, yeah. 
um, miss dunks or do weird things that JaVale does. And then uh, Dwight Howard's going to start the second half and probably start every game after that. But yeah, I just, I, I think, I don't think Miami will run much zone in this series. Honestly, um, I don't think the Lakers of the team would do that too, but um, they'll definitely try it, but we'll see. If I can piggyback off Ellie for a second, I know that one of Danny Green's nicknames is Icy Hot. I'm aware of his up and down performance. If you look at his finals game logs, however, he tends to show up in the finals, sometimes even showing up for like six, seven threes in the finals. So let me just, let me take it back to Toronto. Let's see his uh, game by game three pointers for Toronto. Game one, three for seven. Game two, two for five. That's a good percentage, but not, you know, whatever. Game three, six for 10. And then games four and five, you get the one for seven and zero for four. But if you give me 13 in the first three games, I'm good with that. But hold on. Let's take it all the way back. Let's take it back to 2014. Game one, four for nine. Game two, three for five. Game three, seven for eight. Game four, three for five. And then game five, zero for five. So what we're going to get, we're going to get one, maybe two games where Danny Green makes zero threes. And we're going to get three, maybe four games where he goes off. I can take Um, that. I'm cool with that. That's all we need. That's all we need. My thing is, it's the bubble, man. Like, things just aren't the same in the bubble. (laughs) Like, I, I don't know. I, I hope Danny Green shows up. I've, uh, I, I don't think, I think when he came out saying, like, you know, the fans just got to root for us. Like, if not, then you're not fans. And I'm over here just, like, I, I have stuff in the drafts for, like, silver screen and all. I'm like, I'm going to keep them in, bro. Like, how about you just do better kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I hope. I, I, I hope. Every every series has just been like, oh, Danny Green's going to, like, show up kind of thing. I just hope that he doesn't shoot in from inside the arc because anytime that happens, it's just catastrophic. Don't you dare disrespect the one Danny Green floater game we had. How dare you? You you mean you mean the uh, the the, uh, the lobs to AD, right? <laughs> Chill out, <laughs> Ali. What did you say? You're going off a limb. Thirty eight percent, right, for Danny Green? We have thirty. He's going to shoot at least thirty eight percent, but or yeah. over. Okay. Why are you writing this down? No, I'm saying, like, because that's not, like, way off of what... I mean, he shot 36% in the playoffs. It doesn't feel like that because you'll have, like, five games you, of, like, over eight. Are you saying not bold enough of a prediction? No, Are you no, saying it's not bold enough of a prediction? I mean, it's not, like, way out there. I mean, it sounds way higher? out there. Huh? Yeah, yeah, go a little higher. Go, like, somewhere in higher? the 40s. Yeah, yeah, a little bit higher. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Green will average six made threes a game. I was <laughs> Oh my God! Green will average twenty one points per game and seven rebounds, and be the Finals MVP. You heard it here first. Respect LeBron. Anyway, Raj, as you were saying, I was gonna say I was talking to my friend, and I said, like, is it not the most hilarious outcome if Kuzma wins Finals MVP? Is that not the most hilarious outcome? Like, like, yeah. That that title (laughs) that title belongs to Alex Caruso. I, there's I like, like not a non-zero chance of that happening. Like he could literally go and score <laughs> 25 a night. Like the Miami mean, Heat, maybe he'll take it personal against Tyler Hero, who has his girls apparently. So um, yeah, you just you just never know. No, I just found it really funny because like when it comes to the whole like oh like he's uh, Tyler Hero is dating his, uh, his girlfriend or whatever. It's kind of just like I can see Kuz either averaging like 20 a game due to that fact, or he's gonna average like. A game on that fact you know what i mean 
Yeah. Well, clearly he had something up with Michael. <laughs> the thing that's kind of kind of concerning is like it. Denver was probably a terrible series for Kuz, right? Like the other two series, I was just like, cool, keep cutting, keep playing B, make your shots. But right. against Denver, it's just like I don't know if he was trying to outfuck boy Michael Porter, uh, Michael Porter Jr. Or <laughs> yeah, that was that was like really that. Weird. very I, odd. Would, yeah. Anybody figure out why? Like, did they have some history? Like, did they go to some similar school? I don't know. We got Missouri versus Utah, um, so I'm not sure if there's any bad blood there. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's something there. There, I, I saw I saw a tweet where it was talking about how like it was like Laker fans are gonna have a fight for about who should be Finals MVP. And can we just all agree we don't give a shit who Finals right. MVP is? Not one. Okay. We don't care at all. Nope. Nope. We got bigger fish to fry. Um, mm-hmm. So, speaking of, uh, I'm pretty sure, I don't, you know, he's obviously not going to say it, but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure game one will not be a feel-out game for LeBron. I feel like the Heat, Pat Riley, I feel like it's going to be zero to 60 real quick. Is that too narrative-driven? The uh, that one report that came out that was just like after LeBron won, Pat Riley sent another congratulatory text, um, and Lebr- LeBron didn't like text him back or something like that. It was just like that was kind of weird because like I can imagine if you're LeBron and you win the finals, like everybody would be congratulating you. Um, but yeah, I, like, was there any bad blood between the two or like? I, I think I think it was just that. If, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was that he like blindsided Pat Riley by leaving. Like he didn't give a warning or anything. He was just like gone. Pat Riley also said in those meetings that to the, to, to LeBron, if you have the guts, you'll stay. Oh yeah. I feel like Bron's not the type to take that, you know, objectively. Damn. Just, just, I don't, I feel like he didn't forget about that, you know, but I feel like, if he, like to say, if you have the guts, you'll stay with two superstars. When like really, if you have the guts, you'll go to Cleveland and try to win them a championship. I feel like that's that's yeah. gut taking. Yeah, you know what I mean. But also, Kendra, you said like he didn't text back Pat Riley, right? How does that yeah. like? I saw Winhorse say that on his podcast. How does that get out? Like, does Pat Riley go and be like, "Hey, LeBron didn't text back"? <laughs> like, how, how does I don't understand hey, how those, Yeah, like hey, two Hey, hey, Brian! Hi, Brian. Uh, you know what? I I texted LeBron. He didn't reply. Like, imagine Pat Riley doing that. Just I don't know how those kind of reports even surface. The only funnier way that that could have happened is if Brian <laughs> Winhorse like bribed an AT and T employee for the phone records. Be like, oh, oh my I got god, the numbers. Ah, oh, no text back. <laughs> like, what if he was pooping, dog? Like, what? The, how ridiculous is that? If I'm at the pinnacle of my career, I'm not texting some 75 year old geriatric that I used to work for back either. Leave me alone, bro. <laughs> also, I just I did want to get back to that because the text was apparently like, like congratulations, win this and be free. That was what Brian Winhorse said the text was. That would piss me. Oh, who are you to tell me to be free, bro? Get out of here. Get out of my life. <laughs> That's a win this and come back to Miami, be free and enjoy enjoy Miami South Beach. <laughs> anyway, all that to say, I'm pretty sure LeBron's gonna take this personally. <laughs> I uh, I I just kept thinking about this one uh, Dragonfly Jones tweet uh, where he he said like if under normal circumstances Tyler Hero 
win or scores 37 points, goes down to South Beach and becomes the uh, oh, yeah. gets to party for a weekend. And now yeah. you just get to go over by the pool and just hang out with the employees kind of thing. And I was just like, it, I feel bad because like I remember uh, like Skip Bayless is on his Christmas list. Like, oh, I really want like Miami uh, Lakers. Is it fun? Because man, that would have been really cool. Like, if you got to cover this, you're just going from LA to Miami and just back and forth. As as someone whose girlfriend travels to the finals for her job, I was really upset about that uh, that hypothetical. Um, but it is what it is, you know. <laughs> it's all good. I mean, I could cover for her. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, are you going to fly to Orlando? That doesn't sound great. My. <laughs> I mean, it, under normal circumstances, <laughs> man, like, yeah, fair. I've, I've been to Orlando once, uh, intentionally, and that was already a big mistake. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not Kendrew, so I'm not gonna force any game one predictions out of you guys, unless Raj has something to say. I don't know. I mean, I predicted a sweep, so I'm, I don't think there's too many like secrets out of the bag in that one. Like, <laughs> I can't really lose game one and then uh, and then go go with my prediction. So, <laughs> I think uh, the cats. I think the cats out of the bag. Like, I don't even know where that came from either. Cats out of the bag. I think we. Where did that come from? But yeah, the cats out of the bag on that one. Can, can we do score predictions or will Kendrew like log off? Let's <laughs> say we did. We did that for opening night. That didn't work out for anybody. No. Different different time. I'm 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 just saying I'm superstitious. Maybe that's because of the culture that I grew up in. <laughs> I, I believe in jinxes. I believe in uh, I I don't know. We're not doing that's it. it. I'm not, not doing it. No, no, no one's doing it. Ali, don't so, do it. I'm, I'll mute you. Uh, Kendrew always texts me like, "Hey, what are you thinking like for the game?" And I don't think he's ever been like, "I I feel good about tonight." Ever <laughs> like I I will say e- this though. Ever the one game that I didn't text you that about. Against Denver, they lost. <laughs> He's like, I'm worried. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I understand. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's just my baseline, bro. It's like that oh, one yeah, scene in the Avengers where it's like, uh, here's, a, here's a secret. I'm always angry. It's like, here's a secret. Oh, yeah. I'm anxious all the time, and my insecurities get the best of me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Hulk? Yeah, the first one, not the second one. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That would be a really introspective Hulk. <laughs> yeah. That would be a good movie. be a good movie. Yeah, that's uh, Hawkeye's movie right there. <laughs> actually. Um, all right. Well, regardless, no ne- ne- not necessarily any predictions, but a whole lot of excitement. Everybody's ready for Wednesday. I guess I can call it tomorrow by the time people hear this. Uh, we're excited. We're ready to go. Lakers are back in the finals. Uh, and I don't drink big face coffee. Only little faces on my coffee. We don't support that. I don't support that. 20 bucks for a cup? Serious? I mean, when you're making millions of dollars a year, like, come on, man. Well, whatever he's putting in the coffee clearly works, so I would buy it. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> if I were a Lakers player, I would not buy it. I would not. I, I, I'm not saying the NBA has to investigate the contents of those beverages. Mm. Speak on it. I don't if, think I've ever seen Tyler Hero that buff before. If, <laughs> If it was if it was Caruso selling these, there would be a whole article on it about like why why this is not okay. It's a Laker player; they can't be doing it. Mm. Mm. You know what? That's, Drug test immediately. That's a good point, though. Imagine if LeBron was like selling twenty dollars coffee on the side. Like what? What kind how of? Is this, how is that? Look at what he's teaching the kids. They should not be doing this. <laughs> but what about China? <laughs> that thirty-five million dollars wasn't enough. How is he setting an example to Bronny like this? Is Bronny going to sell his high school teammates? Fifteen dollar coffees now, 
Or he's I just could... going to smoke the weed. <laughs> Can't believe I saw him doing the marijuanas on Instagram. <laughs> he sells the lid separately. You know, it's okay. It's okay because that's what happens when you're the scrappy underdog. You just have to deal with all these outside influences, these external opinions. But none of that matters because the Lakers are in the finals. Lakers in five to me. Lakers in four to Raj. Miami in seven for Kendrew. <laughs> Danny Green shooting 45% for Ali. I did not. Hey, hey, I did not say 45%. Now it could be. I said 38 and over, but. I made your take a little bit hotter, but it's okay. It's okay. Until next oh. time. <laughs> This has been The Forum. Peace. That was clean.